Good morning. Today's class is sponsored by. Today's class is sponsored by. Excuse me. Daniel Ginker, in Schut Hakarat of Tov to all the classes, and he blesses that we should all have success in these classes. And he's he's, he's really a Chabad Hasidist, but he, Baruch Hashem, he's been able to take these classes and help them. Also, anonymous and refush in the speedy conversion of Bruria Rivka. Also, today's his classes: Lunishmat Yerachmil, Daniel Ben Gedalia, and also Lunishmat Bahia Bracha Bachmul and Bahia Bat. Bahiyabat Reina. A couple classes until my vacation. Countdown to my vacation. Much needed. God willing, I'll, maybe I'll do a class in that location. Um, and we're going to talk about today a great line. I was reading In the Realm of Hungry Ghost, phenomenal book on addiction by Gabriel Mate. Gabriel Mate is a phenomenal, phenomenal author. He wrote many, many books on ADHD, the connection between ADHD and trauma, um, many books on addiction. And in, the, in that book, there was a great line by Thomas Hora that says, all problems are psychological, but all solutions are spiritual. And that line was really like, whoa, I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's exactly that. I mean, this is, I think this is what the whole concept of my classes are about. All problems are psychological, but all solutions are spiritual. And this is exactly where, you know, originally God created the world with Midat Hadin with the attribute of Elohim, attribute of judgment. So they would force that any time a person had any issue in their life, right away they would run to God and recognize it's a growth opportunity. Because the intensity of the world was so much, people couldn't handle that intensity, people weren't running to God, they were pointing fingers, they, were, they couldn't handle the intensity. So he had to put also Yurke Vavke. But originally the better one would have been Elohim because you would right away grow from that experience and you would go right into the spiritual source. Imagine today, if we had any issue in our lives, it would go 100% straight into the spiritual realm. What's the spiritual cause of this issue? Where would we be today? Completely different. I would believe the virus would have gone away already. I believe tons of the world would be completely different. But obviously today, we're, more, we're, more, we're too stuck on the psychological issues and we're not running to the physical issues. The book Rav Nachman says in, the, in Sefer Midot that he had the remedy to everything. He had, he had all the remedies to all the any kind of sicknesses. And he purposely did not put it. Because if people had the remedy, they wouldn't look for the spiritual cause of the issue. Also, the king of Iskiahu had the book of remedies. He had every single remedy. Whatever illness a person had, a person could look into the book, and he would be healed right away. He would know exactly what to do. But they got rid of the book. Because again, it would be almost like taking a, you know, a person sinning and saying, you know, Hashem, I know I have to bring a cow to the Beit HaMikdash, but right now I'm going to FedEx it. I'm going to FedEx the cow to the Beit HaMikdash. I don't want to really... Let me FedEx it. The whole purpose is that you're supposed to go there, you're supposed to watch the cow, you're supposed to recognize you were, you were the, the cow's the replacement for you because your imagination became like an animal. And just like the imagination became slaughtered, you also became slaughtered. So the whole point is, if we ran just to the spiritual cause of everything, how much would the, would the, would the psychological issues go? And Nachman tells us this exactly from the concept of the mind. The mind is referred to in Kabbalah as Keter. Keter. Keter is the highest realm. But if you don't have patience in life to develop yourself, and this is something that we're lacking today is patience. We don't have the proper patience today. That Keter is not being developed. Your mind, your desires, your potential. 
your ratzon is not being properly developed. Why? Because we don't have patience. So what do we, what do we get instead? Correct. We get cut off. Just think areas of your life. You know, believe it or not, it takes a tremendous amount of time to develop a person. You have to develop a marriage. You have to develop this. But what happens today, we're sort of, God forbid, spiritually aborting our goals. We have goals in our, we have goals that we want to develop, but we lack the patience. So instead we turn the, the potential of the goal into anger, into a spiritual abortion. So Rabbi Nachman says a lot of mental illnesses come from this concept of not, not waiting, recognizing that if you had a little more delayed gratification, you would get everything you want. And Rabbi Nachman says very clearly that major causes today <clears throat> and 200 years ago were a person is rushing the hour. Rushing the hour, and we know that it happened to Sadiqim, that Adam, he would have waited till Friday night to have relations with Chava, it would have been a tikkun. But because we want something before we have it, Rabbi Nachman links this stuff, unripe fruit, this is one of the causes of the, of, God forbid, a lot of, lot of uh, people completely getting cut off. So number one, patience is very important. If the problem is physical, do you have a psychological issue? One of the things is, remember, this is a process. We're not running after prizes. This is a process. Whatever you're going through in life, there's a process. It's not like we spoke about before. Awareness, acceptance, change. People just want to change without the awareness and the, and the acceptance first. It's very, very important. So remember, all problems are psychological, but all solutions are spiritual. And this is a very, very, it's a, you know, at least if you have direction in life, you know exactly where to go. If you don't have direction, that's the problem. You have the wrong theory, you have the wrong therapy. So I just t- took it, you know, just doing his bodhidu today. I said, you know, that, that line really stuck with me today. I'm like, you know what, let me just do a class of examples on how many, you know, people we speak about. You know, that it's all related. It's uh, at the end of the day, I don't know how many phone calls I've taken. I don't know how many people who God willing we've been able to help. But at the end of the day, every situation is fixed by, by a spiritual cause. It wasn't a physical thing. The psychological got better once a person started having faith. Once a person started fixing themselves, all psychological problems really, really went away. And we have to also believe that. We know the science is behind this now. Neuroplasticity and, you're in, and a person has epigenetics. He's not who he is. It's not like I'm born like this, this is who I am, etc. And this is a very, very comfortable and, and amazing approach so we can, everything can be changed. So, number one, recognize that Hashem created the world in order to get to Bittal. Because in Bittal you would get the most growth. It means when a person surrender right away, and you're not surrendering out of weakness, you're surrendering for personal peace. You're surrendering for growth. So, just think about today, the whole world. You know, I, ask, I, I go to do, do a random group in my rehab. What's the number one issue? They all have across the board anxiety. Anxiety. Anxiety is a very, very, very big deal to everybody. Anxiety, panic attacks. This is what's running in people's minds. And I've always told people, if it's out of your hands, get it out of your head. If it's out of your hands, get it out of your head. You need to know what you can control, and you need to know what you can't control. And if you can't get that one right, then all day long we will fear, and when we lose control, what happens? We get anger. So think about any kind of fall, any kind of anxiety, panic attacks, and whatever we manifest in our mind ends up becoming manifested in our body. So the solution also is obviously, Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson One Ninety Four, all fallen fears are rooted in fear, in, in fallen fears. Any kind of panic attacks, any kind of fears, any kind of anxieties, it's all due to fallen fears. That means that when you miss place the fear and you, ele- you don't elevate fear it becomes a fallen fear bottom line 
any kind of fear that is not elevated to God, it becomes a fallen fear. The more I fear God, the less I fear situations, people, etc., etc. The less I fear God, the more I put my trust in, in, in lower realms of fear, and then that has the aspect to, to personal jurisdiction. And Gemara gives an example of animals, like a lion. Imagine a lion going to a psychologist saying, listen, I have a problem with this little gnat that I'm afraid of. It gets into my head. Or an elephant. It gives examples. Gemara is giving examples of five big, huge animals. Giant animals that are afraid of mosquitoes, they're afraid of the most ridiculous things. What, imagine an elephant going to a psychologist saying, I have fears that this little mosquito, you'd say, what are you talking about? You, you can kill the mosquito. But because when a person's, when the mind takes over, so any kind of, anything, you, if a person has any kind of anxiety, any, any kind of fallen fears, any kind of panic attacks, right away you need to go into breathing and trusting. Breathing and trusting are the greatest solutions to that. I can't tell you that enough. Personally, I've had it any time of, any time that I've had any kind of panic or anxiety was rooted in not fearing God, lack of trust, and ended up becoming a manifesting an anxiety attack or panic. But when you have trust, you have that calm confidence. The difference between emuna and trust is the following. Emuna is you, st- you believe the situation is going to work out, but you still have the negative thoughts about it. Trust, <laughs> negative thoughts go away. What are you talking about? I'm already, I feel it already. It's not even a question. So if you really want to get rid of negative thinking, you need to convert Amuna into trust. Trust is a bigger version, much stronger version than Amuna. Number two, number three, being stuck in the past, being any kind of stuck in any kind of in the past is, is due to what? Is due to a person not having proper Amuna or shooting the messenger instead of focusing on the message. And the only way to fix the past is very simple is through Tomer Devorah, which is giving mercy to others, looking at any time somebody hurts you as an opportunity for you to get cleansed from God. It's Tomer Devorah or Emunah, faith. There's no other way to deal with the past. Either, either you go through Tomer Devorah, which is, at, which is mimicking God's attributes of mercy, the way somebody treats you. When a person forgives somebody, Hashem forgives him. So he could become a co-creator. If you learn Tomer Devorah, I promised you, promise you, you will, get, you will not only get rid of the past, the past will, will not even, but you will become ten times stronger than you would ever were before because you will, be a, you will be constantly looking for opportunities when you get insulted, when you get ashamed to, in order to mimic God in those situations and give forgiveness. You will be the most compassionate person in the world if you really learned that book, Tomer Devorah. So think about it, you're stuck in the past the solution is learn Tomer Devorah and learn Emunah. Because the bottom line is, the past is not supposed to break you. It's supposed to make you. Very, very important. But if we don't have that mindset, then we get stuck in regret, shame, the low, lower levels of emotions, etc. Self-destructive behaviors. Why would a person have self-destructive behaviors? What is that? That's a, where, how do we fix the spiritual? Where is self-destructive behaviors rooted in? Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Okay, so where do, how do we fix low self-esteem? What's the solution? Azamra. Start loving yourself. Build compassion. Build yourself little by little. Create small goals. Do the opposite. Instead of, instead of criticizing yourself, start talking nice to yourself. Like where I'm black but I'm beautiful. So self-destructive behaviors are all rooted in low self-esteem. All rooted in low self-esteem. When you have low self-esteem, you'll put very little effort in order to get awareness. 
the solution to low self-esteem is clearly a zamra, which means I will sing with what I got. Even though I'm 20, down 21 nothing, I still have the ball right now. I'm 0-7, but I'm, tomorrow is another game. A zamra allows you to build momentum wherever you are, and you're purposely created, when a purpose has zamra, is you should recognize that the reason why he has low self-esteem, number one, is because he took everything personal and he took all his failures personal instead of looking at them as a learning experience. So the way to rebuild yourself is not, <laughs> it's, like, it's spiritual. It's a spiritual problem of not loving oneself. A person recognizes he comes from the portion of God and he comes from infinite and he would recognize I have infinite potential. Why am I always, why am I constantly giving up so quickly? That's a result of low self-esteem. The solution can only be spiritual through a zamra, which means I will sing, building momentum through small wins. Small wins become momentum. Momentum becomes a victory. Bottom line. And progress equals happiness. Addictions, running away from pain. Obviously, this, the Bill W. said this very clearly. The word spirit and spirits is the same word. The spirit is a drink. Spiritual is a solution. So, the problem for the alcohol, the problem for any kind, of, uh, any kind of thing to chase away pain, because remember, addictions begin with pain and they end with pain. The solution is a spiritual awakening and your creator will never give up on you no matter what happens. But the more we block away the pain, the more we're blocking away growth. So that's why it's very, very important. The, the only solution to an addiction is spiritual awakening. You can get a, a uh, ashwagandha, you can go whatever you want, any kind of these medicines, but if they're not backed by a spiritual, yes, these pills sometimes will help you, they'll get you, they'll, they'll open up your mind, but then the work has to begin to be, to, to be curious on how to take that experience in your life and become post-traumatic growth. So any kind of addiction is a spiritual awakening. Hashem took away your keys. You're in, a, you're in jail. You're in a jail. Hashem took away your keys. Every addiction begins as a spider web and it becomes a rope to get you. It all begins as a spider web. The next thing you know, oh, it's no big deal. Then it becomes a rope that's, that's holding your whole life and destroying your whole life. So it's very, very, very important, this concept, spiritual awakening. The 12 steps is amazing progress, seeking spiritual. And I guarantee you, when I've seen addicts, we have tons of people in recovery working for us. And you should see how, how these people, there would no way they would be who they are today if it wasn't for the hell they went through and the spiritual awakening they went through. So to the extent you go down, is the same extension we go up. Relationship issues. Can we fix a relationship by changing people? Absolutely not. We already know that. That's obvious. So we have any relationship issues. It's because usually we are self-centered. We're thinking too much about ourselves. We're making everything about us. And we're not praying for the situation. We're using resentment instead of praying in compassion. So how do you fix this? How do you fix any relationship issue? Change yourself. Become more merciful. When you become more merciful, you become more forgiving, you become more compassionate, even if the person hurts you, hurt people, hurt others. So even if you recognize you got hurt by your spouse, you recognize they only did it because they're hurt. I was watching a documentary yesterday from Tony, Tony Robbins' documentary. There's a, there's a couple that had Shalom Bayit issues, 16 years, they're married 14, 15 years. She's got tremendous amount of anger. And the more anger she has, the, the more her husband doesn't want to deal with her. And all he says is, okay, okay, or leaves the house. I mean, what do you expect from the guy? What do you expect from the guy? Who wants to deal with an angry woman all day long? And when Tony Robbins tried to get to the root of the issue, her issues with her mother or her father, I don't want to talk about it, she's saying. What do you mean you don't want to talk about it? So he keeps on saying back to her. 
I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Ends up being she became she was raped by her father and, and had an abortion with her father. So you can imagine the amount of pain this person has. If you don't deal with the if you don't deal with that anger, it's just being reflected on the rest of the world. And God forbid anybody should go through that horrific pain of, 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 of I, I was nauseous when I when I was seeing the documentary. But at the end of the day, how many of us reflect behaviors from the past and we bring we bring in old stuff into new relationships? And then now what you do is you have to take that anger to passion. That's what he told you. Take that anger that you have and use that anger to passion. Imagine if you use the same energy of anger into passion, excitement, renewal, newness. You would have an amazing relationship. So it's not easy. Who, who, could, who could tell this woman, get over it? But take that same anger and elevate it. Channel it somewhere else. That was the advice to her. So you can't, how are you going to fix Shalom? You have to recognize she's hurt. She's angry. Let's get to the root. Have compassion on her. The fact that she's hurt, she's overwhelmed, etc. And if we don't think about the other person like that, then we, 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 then we, we, we become self-centered and say, it's not for me. And this is why it's a spiritual situation. Not a psychological situation. It's a spiritual that God wants you to be compassionate towards other people. When you see hurt people, don't judge them. Help them. Just the same way. You see an addict, you don't throw them in jail. You're going to throw an addict in jail. That's going to solve the situation. The guy's been in tremendous pain. You've got to help him. You've got to help him out with the pain. Throw him in jail. That's what they used to do. Throw addicts in jail. How is that going to help anything? The person's hurt. The person's been traumatized. It's only response to pain. Just to show you how the system is completely backwards today. We're, we're usually rooting. We usually focus on the all psychological, psychological. Nobody's getting to the spiritual root of the issue. Because we're supposed to, originally, we're supposed to be spiritual beings having a physical experience. But right now, we are physical beings having a spiritual experience. Do you understand? The majority should have been spiritual people having a physical experience, not the other way around. Now it becomes more of a, oh, I'm a traditional person. Yeah, Friday night I do, I, I, you know, I, I, I have some grape juice and wine, and that's my spirituality. This tradition stuff is not going to last too long. It's not, doesn't last. I've seen it. When you get hit hard in life, tradition doesn't help you. Faith will. Tradition's not enough. Tradition's not enough. You can see people, tradition, what did the tradition get you? Nothing. You need faith. That faith and tradition, not enough. It's not enough. What's tradition going to get you? Nothing. This is the mindset, unfortunately, today. We're too traditional and not enough spiritual. And this is because all we want to do is check the box. That's all. This is a check the box. I just want to check the box to make sure I'm a good Jew. And just check the box so I, I, I have a nice table Friday night, matzo ball soup. Zai gesund. It ain't going to do much for you. I hate to tell you. It's not going to do much for you. Faith will do wonders for you. Faith will move mountains. Tradition is not going to do much. Of course, it's nice to have the family over. But you need a lot more than that in order to handle the tremendous amount of obstacles that we have going on today. Suppressed emotions. How do we fix suppressed emotions? People say 90% of all this is the doctors are all stress related. And a lot of these are suppressed emotions. Suppressed emotions, again, holding things in. Holding things in. If we hold things in all day long, what happens? This is why our sage, Gemara says, cast your burden onto God. Cast your burden. You have a burden, speak to your creator about it. His bodhidut will help you with your suppressed emotions. You have his bodhidut, you have a personal prayer with God, you will not have any suppressed emotion. You will not walk around with any baggage the whole day. You will take the emotion, you will elevate the emotion, and you will talk to God about what's going on in your life. 
this is exactly what we do every single time we pray. God, you help the open-hearted, you, you heal the wounded, etc. We're telling you, we're, you are the place where we can cast our burden. We don't have to walk around with all these burdens. This is a choice to walk around with burdens. You can cast your burdens. Dedicate a specific time to cast your burdens. And then the, psycho, the, the psychological anger will go away because you will already be, you'll take all your emotions. You've already confessed it. You already spoke to God about it. All these issues are just a lack of that. And the last one is money. Gamar says, you're running out of money, give charity. Could be you have a problem with money. Your relationship with money, you have to be worried about it. You have to control it. How foolish is that? Money is given to you by God. All you have to do is make an effort. You have to have that. And you have to trust in Him. Beware the trust. The Lubavitcher Rebbe told the guy, the guy, hey, I need more Parnassah. He didn't tell him to work harder. He told him to have more Bitachon. <laughs> Clearly. You're not here to be a have the Gary Vanderchuk to work 25 hours to make money. This is not the Jewish way. This is a Hamor. 25 hours, work, 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 kill. At the end of the day, what happens? What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you left with? All these businesses that you left in the ground, what is that worth? <laughs> Nothing. Attract more and chase less. A good sign that you're, going to, you know, you're in a good place, things come to you. Things come to you through, 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 through being in a good spiritual place, you will see that those things have blessing. But the more you chase things, and the more you recognize that <clears throat> you've lost your connection with God, you've taken money and you've gotten anger, you use anger with money, you, you, you get violence, you, get, you, you have all kinds of control issues, you're depressed at the end of the day for money. That means to tell you, you need a lot of charity and you need a lot of trust. Because what happens is, you disconnected the spiritual channels of above. So now you're taking it in your own hands. And now what happens? We get to the original curse. Through bread, and we will eat and sorrow with bread. The bread is, yeah, you will eat bread, but you will have a lot of sorrow. If you want to eat your bread with a face of light, you have to give a lot of charity, and you have to recognize that God's the giver of this charity. You are not, like my Rabbi Silverman says, very beautiful. My Rabbi he says, you are the, you're possessing the money, you don't own the money. Beautiful what he says. You're possessing, the, you're a possessor. You're not an owner of the money. If I'm just possessing money, then I can give it away, charity, without a problem. But if I think I own the money, then I think I'm the one in charge, I'm the one in control, I'm the one in anger, etc. Rabbi Brody used to tell me, very simple, walking home from him one day in Shabbat, and he says, you want to solve a lot of your problems, just put Hashem as a partner in your business. That's it. Put him as a partner in your business. You have a headache, it's his headache also. So he has to resolve it for you. <laughs> but if you take hands, your control, your anger, your this, your obsession, your, your, God forbid, envious, etc. This all blocks the spiritual channels. Psychological issues will not help you if the problem is spiritual. So may Hashem help us all that we should all be zochet to, to, to treat the right therapy. Amen. My goodness, treat the right therapy. Imagine a person going through, through a person, God forbid, is obese. And he's only dealing with the diet change. Without the emotional issue of stuffing his face instead of facing his stuff. How's that going to help you? What do you think? A protein bar is going to help you instead of recognize you have deep emotional issues that need to be worked on? Pro the right protein bar or the right carrot cake is going to help you with less calories? Is going to help you when you have deep trauma that you're hiding? This is all, this is all trauma. This is all emotions not being dealt with properly. And again, this is not easy. We're not saying any of this is easy. But at least we're giving people the right direction to go. If I can give you the right direction, then little by little, that's up. Your Creator will help you. 
but you have to at least go in the right direction. If you're only running to doctors, you're running to this. Shem Yerazel, one of the one of the prayers I said in, in, in Rosh Hashanah when my son was sick. Please, God, do not leave me to the hands of doctors. I only want to rely on you. Do not leave me to the hands of doctors. Let me not think for one moment that it's the doctor doing it. I know it's you. They're using these doctors as channels. But never let me think, God forbid, that it's a doctor healing or any kind of healing. I, I pray that not, not to get confused for one moment of thinking it's a man healing God. A man is a, is a, is a shliach, just like I'm a shliach for God giving me the words. I'm not the one giving it to you. God's channeling it through me. These doctors are channels. So we have to be very, very careful that we, we, we treat the right therapy to get the right, the right theory, to get the right therapy, and to get the results that we want. Have a great day.